picks with Kelsey and Jerks, where we talk about me and recap The Bachelor. Jerkins loves it, Kelsey's never seen the show, but she's giving it a try for true friendship. Battles and Bricks with Kelsey and Jerks. On the air, we did it. Are we on the air? We're on the unofficial airwaves that aren't the airwaves. We touch fingers again. The digital waves. Hey, everybody, we're back. We're back. Holy cats, Jonah and dogs. <laughs> Holy cats and dogs. <laughs> Holy cats and dogs. Jonah, what the heck? Are, what the heck are we doing here? We're doing a podcast. We're doing a podcast today. Yeah. This is Petals and Pricks. Yes, it is. Which the, is normally a Bachelor podcast. Yes. But guess what happened? The Bachelor ended. What? Nick and Vanessa found question mark love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, found question mark. Oh, God. Could you imagine if they were on it again? <gasps> the torture. Oh, God. The torture. But we're not even talking about that right now, Jonah. Oh, we're not. We're not. So for those of you who are listening, that, that's Jonah Jerkins, who I'm pointing to mm-hmm. that you can't see. I'm staring into Kelsey Elsa's eyes right now <laughs> no, in a creepy way. In a creepy Very intense. Way. I am, like, looking at you. He's ready for it. And what we're going to do, because we decided not to take a break between yeah. The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. We will be doing The Bachelorette in May. But in the interim, we're going to be doing some one-offs. And actually, we're going to call this... The one-off. The one-off. Yeah. Part one, potentially. It makes it seem as serious as I think it will be. And how it's groundbreaking and changing <laughs> people's lives. Jaina? Jaina? Did you guys listen to... <laughs> I just called you Jaina. I liked it. <laughs> I thought it was normal. Okay, cool. <laughs> you really rolled with it, Jaina. Yeah, yeah. People are going to be like, if you listen, listen to the one-off. Oh, <gasps> uh, wait. We shouldn't talk about how great it's going to be. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. We should be saying how great it was. Oh, you yeah. You can't talk about how great something's going to be and people are like, ugh, it's not that good. Yeah, but I feel like that's how so, I felt about higher uh, hell or high water. Oh, you got we were pumping it up too much. Is too what you're too much, and I was like, oh, you guys, it's good. Keep your expectations and, and arrival. low. Good, but not great. Oh, controversial. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna do a little something different. So yeah. while we were doing the podcast for The Bachelor, the mm-hmm. first time ever that yeah. I watched the show, Jonah loves The Bachelor mm-hmm. show. And so we got together and Jonah was like, I'm going to make you love the show. And I was like, fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. But like in a nice way. And yeah. so we sat down and we talked about it for friendship. For friendship. But now that that's over, we need to tell y'all. Which y'all, got so much stronger during the process as well. It did. It yeah. really did. We, we are knocking it out of the park. Keep your expectations we, low. Keep your expectations <laughs> But while that was happening, I know, but like not the best, just like medium. Yeah. I mean, Um, there's other, let's be honest, there's other Badger podcasts out there and they can all suck our dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Jason got real, Jason, Jason. oh my God, I'm losing my mind. Jonah got real competitive all of a sudden. Uh, Jonah also gave me a focus drink. It's it's called uh, Alpha Brain. And I think it's either wearing off or making me go, batshit crazy. I always suggest that. It's very good. It's very good. Um, but here's the deal. So during uh, the recording of mm-hmm. our podcast, Jonah, something happened to you, mm-hmm. and we want to talk about it. We uh, want to talk about some some serious stuff. Yeah. On this, I lost my dad mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. Yep. Um, partly due to uh, his addictions, substance abuse, and then we know that your father, mm-hmm. you kind of the same thing happened with you. Yeah. But at a much younger age, you were in 15, 15 yep. when that happened. And so that I think that's one thing I think which is our or our friendship has a good Blossomed. base to. Yeah, because yeah. we have very similar things, but we have a lot of different outlooks on it than maybe other people do. And I think I wanted to, I wanted to talk to you about growing up like that. Yeah, so kind of what happened was like every time we would meet to do like this goofy Bachelor podcast, mm-hmm. we would talk two hours before. 
more yeah. about like stuff that was happening in our real lives, yeah. you know? And eventually I think like it helped sort of, uh, I mean, I know it helped us process, help us become friends. And I'm like, I think yeah. that maybe we should, I agree with you, Jonah. I think that we should talk about stuff behind the scenes yeah. in our like real yeah. lives. So this is not going to be connected to the bachelor whatsoever. whatsoever. Uh, it, we'll be talking about pricks up top. <laughs> our dads, oh, our they're dad. dead or fine. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of awkward jokes. Yep, there's yeah. going to be, yeah. If you guys aren't into, like, making uh, fun of dead people yeah. and then coming to terms with it, yeah. then maybe this one isn't for you. But we we would say, hey, just give us a try. Yeah, and that's one thing I think we'll we'll find out more in, in detail that both of us has gone through. But awkward jokes at funerals do not go well. They sure don't. They sure don't. Hot diggity. Yeah. I remember, uh, and I was 15, and I was, like, trying to do awkward jokes, and I remember my dad, he died of cardiomyopathy, which is an enlargement of the heart uh-huh. um, due to, like, uh, excessive, ev- lots of stuff, but yeah. mostly alcohol, and I remember we went to the, uh, the hospital, McHenry County Hospital, and the nurse or whoever the heck it was came out and, like, told us, like, he, he had this thing, this is what happened, his his heart was enlarged, and as a 15-year-old kid, I, like, waited for the beat, and I was like, he had a heart, who knew? <laughs> and nobody laughed, I was like, Tough room. Yeah. Tough room. Oh, God. Would that have been funny if then you, if the, you had smartphones then, you slowly raised your smartphone and hit a button and goes, da <laughs> Or like, laugh track, asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, know the room, know your timing. I was trying to figure it out. I was trying to figure it out. And you really said that? I really said that. Did yeah, at least I, an intern in the background go, let's read it. No, no. And I feel like everybody's just a little shocked. And I feel like that's one of the things that I do is when it's tense. Mm-hmm. And I, that's what I've done as somebody who grew up with an alcoholic. That's your skill. Yeah. You, well, you choose to what skill you have. Yeah. And mine was always like jazz hands. Keep yeah. them laughing. Oh, if he yeah. keeps them laughing. Look over here, look over here. Look over here, look over here. Yeah. You know, oh, the tension's coming. I can feel it getting tense because you never know like when the shoe's going to drop with an alcoholic. Yeah. Suddenly he, he'd be having a great time and then like, Watch the fuck out. Yeah. So I always kept dancing. So I was just an extension of that. Yeah. Of that skill that I learned, but it was maybe not the best time. Yeah. Uh, in retrospect, I fucking crushed that joke. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but you yeah, know, you did. Yeah. Yeah. But we have so Jonah, when you you have a little different experience. So your dad passed away uh, in your adult life. In my adult life. Yeah. 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 So it happened recently. <clears throat> so I don't know if you want to you know tell our our listeners what you know, what ha- what happened? Well, I mean, they don't know exactly yet because we haven't got the toxicology report back. Okay. But my dad uh, has struggled with his addictions, which is drug drug addiction. Mm-hmm. And he passed away. And we think it's very, it's more than likely is heroin uh, related because he was a heroin addict. And he was definitely flew off the deep end in the last six or seven months. So it was kind of one of those things where like, mm, it was expected, but sudden. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I haven't been upset. I've been upset, but I haven't been like, like how did this happen type thing because i've I've only known him to be this addict so i've always accepted accept accepted him as that and try to look at the good throughout this mess of of who he was so in the last six months you're saying that that something something happened or maybe something didn't happen but that was really uh, amplified yeah so he what happened with my dad was that um he i think he was addicted to methadone and uh he was using that a lot, which he's already screwing up. He came into a lot of money. So also now he has unlimited amounts of money yeah. to do whatever he wants. And so he was just spending and spending and spending. And then he decided to go to rehab in this place in Mexico, which made him go through some type of drug that's similar to uh, Hi- Hiawatha? Hiawatha. I don't know. Yeah. I look at you pointing at me like, yeah, I yeah, know. Like, you know? No. Uh, and Chelsea does. She took it. <laughs> yeah, I don't well, know. You said I love terrib- you calling me Chelsea. No, where Chelsea does. In the show, Chelsea oh, does. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, yeah, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. So she has, uh, where he was supposed to have such a terrible 
response to this that it would not want him to be clean anymore but the thing is is that they said that he needed to switch from methadone to heroin back to heroin because that's the easier thing i guess to go cold turkey on this is what he was explaining to me that's what he said yeah so then he started doing heroin and it just went off the fucking deep end like crazy amounts gotcha yeah he but he would yeah and he just started hanging out you know he started like befriending like these really terrible people it was just like dad what are you doing man Mm -hmm. and then he got clean and of course i talked to him right when he's clean and he's like hey i'm clean now yeah. And I'm like, ugh, no, you're not. He's like, nah, I'm fine. Nah. And then he went to tell me, he started talking about how great heroin in Indonesia is or whatever and how pure and perfect it is. He's like and trying to like, sell you on heroin. He's like, yeah, he's like, basically, I'm, I'm fine now, but like heroin's not what it used to be. It's just like, this is so great and so perfect. And I'm like, he's writing like a love letter oh, to heroin. And I'm like, this is not going to turn out well. <laughs> and uh, it did not. Yeah. And um, so, but that man has almost died. Uh, so there's been so many times where I've gotten a phone call being like, you're going to lose your dad. Yeah. So this is a normal thing. Yeah. It's strange too. But like, I mean, I, obviously we have different addictions. Like my, my dad was definitely alcoholic. Your dad mm-hmm. uh, chose, you know, was drugs. Yeah. Right. But the, the phone calls are similar. Yeah. So many phone, I, I, I'm assuming, I mean, from my experience, how many phone calls do you think? Like I, we would get them all the time. Did you really? Well, yeah. Where the, it was, sometimes it was like violence. Right. Or like sometimes from, like the police would call or what? The police would, would call. Whoa. I mean, well, he got arrested a lot. He couldn't drive by the end of his life because he had so many DUIs. They took his license away. Okay. But that didn't stop him from driving the lawnmower to the bar. Shut up. <laughs> Did he really? For sure. Was it a big one? We had a, like a like a John. Oh, uh, yeah. I almost said John Mayer. Yeah. What is this? This, <laughs> this yeah. focus John aid. John Deere lawnmower. It was like a riding lawnmower just for your, you know, just for yeah. your regular lawnmower. It'd be funny if it was just like a push lawnmower. Like, <laughs> you don't have to push that thing <laughs> there. That's just slowing like, you down. Yeah, you'd make 15-year-old Kelsey push him on top of it. <laughs> you know. Oh, gosh. That was one of the things that I was a little, I know it sounds crazy, but I was grateful for. Like, I didn't have my license yet. If, okay. I, if my dad oh, did my not God. die, it did not, you know, yeah. like drink himself to death. I can't even tell you how many times I would have gotten phone call. When like, you pick me up, pick me up. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, those phone calls, I still feel, um, and I know we have a little bit of a difference. It's like yeah. recently happened to you, but I still, every once in a while, if I like see my mom call or see my aunt or somebody, I still, like a flashback. it's a, it's almost like, you know, like Whoa. it's in your muscles where you're like, what's going on? And yeah. I have a, a friend of mine, um, who moved to Indiana, her, her brother passed away. Her, her, OD'd and she has a similar situation it's been a couple years yeah but the phone call when you're living with an addict is a real fucking trigger man it it is so but yours yours seems like it triggered like uh panic of of what of like uh almost like it triggered fear yeah, or like the unknown. Because it was him calling normally. Sometimes it was him, sometimes it was the cops, but it was never great. Okay. It was either like your dad's in the hospital because he had a car accident. Whoa. You you got to bail out your dad, so <laughs> nice try trying to save for college. Yeah. You know, like... You had to bail your dad out at like... At a young age? Well, my mom. Oh, your mom. Yeah. yeah. So, like, we would save a bunch of money, uh, and then we'd have to we'd have to bail them all the time. As a matter oh. of fact, like, we had used to have, like, a there was a tiny little jail cell just for my dad in really? town. Really? <laughs> yeah. He was in there a lot. No big Whoa. deal. No big deal. Um, what was your dad's name? My dad's name was Larry. My middle name is Lauren. Okay. Named after... They call him Larry father. the prison guy? <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> because he would also, he's a bit of a bully. Okay. Um, so, he's just know. a mean drunk. At times. Yeah, you know, and this is the thing is like as I'm got got older, like I have a lot more like distance to it. Mm-hmm. And he didn't start out as a mean human. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like which is interesting like cuz 
as a 15 year old kid, I was angry. I know that we're going to talk about this because we have a difference of a, yeah. oh, we had a different experience about a death of a dad yeah. a little bit. And I was super angry when it happened and for a really long time. Um, and I have addiction issues of my own that kind of, because of the anger, I think that helped me push into drinking my own problems, yeah. right? But I now, in, in retrospect, I have an ability to see him as a kid, as a human, uh, as somebody who did not start this way. Okay. You know? Um, but you saw the progression. Well, I just saw the man who was who was who was broken by this addiction and very angry, yeah. very angry because of it. Did he drink to to cope with he, something? You know, or it's another thing. Was like, he running away? What was the deal? It's a great think? question. Like somebody who comes from like a, again, like this Midwestern farming factory guy. You don't talk about those things. Yeah, you don't talk about it. So uh, another thing, like I am always just p- like piecing things together yeah. about w- how I why I think he's this way. He never told me, and the family that's the Huff said they don't talk about this stuff. Yeah. To this day, no one really talks about it. And I'm one of those gals who's always asking questions. Yeah. They're basically like, fuck, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's like it's under the rug. Nobody already. wants to talk about yeah. it, which I think is a huge part of addictions. If you don't talk about it, shame festers. Yeah. You know, silence and shame go hand in hand. And so these are the things I know, right, about my dad. Like, I know that he lost a couple of friends when he was young, so there's a lot of death early on. Um, I know that a lot of his family drink, so I think it was like part of the thing. We were talking about this a little bit, like especially like Wisconsin, Illinois. Just drinking is a part of yeah. your life. Yeah. It's everywhere. You it's go everywhere. to a party, you bring like two fucking cases of old Milwaukee, yeah. yo. That's it. It's like a part of you. Yeah. My friends once, uh, I had a birthday party down here in Chicago, and I was living with these improvisers, and then my friends were coming down, and then my, you know, those guys were like, oh, we bought a case, we're fine. I'm like, <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's not enough beer. Yeah. And then they would be like, yeah, that's there's like six people. I was like, just wait and see. And each one of my friends brought in like their own two cases yeah. themselves. And we went through all that. We had to buy more. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and I remember as a kid, like one of my many chores. And it's not frowned upon. It's not frowned upon. It's yeah. part of life. Yeah. It's just part of the thing um, that you do. And one of my jobs was to go out and take a sledgehammer. I'm like a six-year-old kid. Like a sledgehammer, line up all the beer cans and smash them down for the recycling. Whoa. And every week we'd have like, we'd fill the van with like recycling cans. Wow. Yeah, it, it was just part of the life. Now, here's the thing. It is very blue collar. It was very like, I was the first one, like one of my other cousins who's a little bit older than me on the other side went to college. Me and my sister were like the first people to go to college. Mm-hmm. You know, like it is very small town, rural America. And you drink. Yeah. And there was a lot of sadness there. There was a, also a lot of like, I personally think my dad had some either bipolar or depression. He was self-medicating, but nobody fucking talked about that yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Nobody talked about that. Yeah. Uh, and I remember him telling telling me stories because once he'd get drunk, he'd go through phases where he'd be kind of sad and sappy, is what he called himself, and then he'd get like kind of like weirdly sexually aggressive with the guys. With guys? Well, yeah, he'd be like, "Get the fuck over here!" And they would like grab people's balls and stuff. I don't know. It's like a thing. Oh. Other people did it. They're like, you know, this weird like machismo, but not. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. And then he'd get violent, right? Oh. There was like this this wave. But I remember him when he would get in the sad, sappy thing. He, he would like tell me stories, like in high school, filled with anxiety, like he wouldn't be able to speak in public and he didn't feel worthy. All these kind of things, right? Mm. So he's dealing with some shit, yeah. As we all do. He also was a guy who never went to war and really hated it. Really okay. hated that he didn't get to like prove his masculinity, really, in some way. Yeah, like he's always like reading books about yeah. war and making me watch movies about war. I remember we watched Apocalypse Now, and he's like, "That's how you make a fucking burger at the end <laughs> when they like chop up the." Oh the, yeah, and I'm like, mm, I don't think you're. Yeah, this is not I the takeaway. So. A- any anyway, wait, I just ate some of your burgers. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this is not how you do it. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, and then his life took a turn. Uh, as again, I'm trying to put these pieces together. He found out his dad was not his dad when he was older in life. Oh. Um, and he always felt like he didn't belong, and then he found out this revelation that everybody, I guess, knew. And he he was already an alcoholic by this point, though. Let me just tell yeah. you that. And he, When did you realize that? When I, I realized that... When are you that, like, my dad's an alcoholic? I never really realized that specifically, like, would your mom try to talk to you about it? No. Nobody no. would talk about anything. Okay. Also, nobody thought it was weird. That's the other thing. Like, everybody in my family, like, big families, like, my mom's side had, like, seven, eight kids. My uh-huh. dad, six kids. And everybody drank. It wasn't bonkers. Yeah. I remember when I knew my family was different it was when I started going to school, and I would, like, have slumber parties at other people's houses. Oh. And I would be like, whoa. Yeah. This- your dad's going to hit you for that. Yeah, like, for sure. What? Or, or, like, your dad's wearing pants. <laughs> you know, even that simple. Oh, you know, wow. like a, like a so drunk. that type of drunk. Drunk and hungover. He's just hungover, too. Yeah. He's, like, in pain. Yeah. And just, like, uh, like a bit of a slob about yeah, it. Withdrawal. Yeah, withdrawal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started when I was a kid and going over to other people's houses, like, wow, this isn't. This isn't the same. You and guys do not know how to live. <laughs> I know, I know. What are you doing drinking wine? Have yeah. you heard of old Milwaukee? Uh, a wine? What are you, my age? <laughs> <laughs> no. And I, I just remember thinking also, like, I can't invite anybody over to my house. Really? Like, I remember distinctly not inviting people over. Would you say so you, would, you would dodge those questions? Like, when people are like, let's have a sleep over your house. Yeah, I'd be like, like oh. Or I'd be like, you have a pool. Or, like, I'd always, like, even as a kid, I was like, flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know? When I was like, but your house is so much more fun. Like, oh, my house is kind of boring. So where would you have your birthday parties? Well, we would go out to places like Jamerica. Thank you for asking, Jonah. Okay. It was like, like a... Like a like a fun zone, like where there's like ball pits and yeah. like you jump around thing. Or my my aunt on my mom's side, she had a pool, so sometimes we do pool things. Uh, okay. Yeah, I would never have friends over at my house. Was your mom ever like, why why are your friends over here? No, she for sure knew because she that's knew. the thing, especially when I got older, and I think it's because I was able to ask questions and be more aware of it. Mm-hmm. That my mom was very much like, this stays in our house. Okay. kind of a thing yeah, yeah. you know and because we went definitely went through phases and i don't know because you didn't you didn't live with your dad right well i did up until i was three until you were three because my mom was also str- struggled with her addictions mm-hmm. and then she her rock bottom was that she walked in on the in my bedroom and i was pretending to shoot up heroin like Fuck. you know kids are just like oh look at me huh. just mirror man mirroring yeah. and then she was like jesus i need to get out and i'm sure other things happened too but she was like jesus i need to get out of here now that. So we we like ran away. Uh, I mean, we we were living in Texas, and we just ran away to to back to Wisconsin. Yeah, and my mom got clean, and she's been clean for thirty. I'm thirty four, so thirty one years. She's been clean. That's baths, Jonah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's amazing that your mom made that choice too. Yeah. Like she just saw you and was like, "Nope, no yep. more, no she, more." I mean, God knows what she was going through during when she was getting clean and all that. And it's just like like my first memory of my parents is them doing heroin. Shit in the mirror. And seeing how happy they were with it, it's yeah, great. Like seeing them get the fix that they were looking for. That's yeah. what my memory is. I don't know if it, what what I've manufactured and what I haven't, but like, yeah, memory is yeah. bonkers too, right? Yeah, like yeah. But as a kid, you don't know. I'm just like, man, I don't know what's in there. They're probably it's pretty good. It's probably applesauce or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this applesauce is delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You put you supposed to put it in your mouth. I didn't even think about putting. It in your I know face. what a, what a genius idea. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to try this later. Oh man, I mean that is some heavy shit. You yeah. know? So your mom decided to go. So she went. I'm assuming back to family where family was. Yeah. Where Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. And then she got sober. And she got sober. My dad mm-hmm. went down the deep end. So the like, divorce. That's a similarity you your dad and my dad have. What's that? The divorce. 
Uh, so your parents did get divorced. They get divorced, and then two years later, my dad died. Oh, wow. Three years later. Yeah, I got divorced when I was 12, and then 15, he died. And you're obviously living with your mom. Yeah. Okay. You guys yeah. are, like, even though they got divorced, you guys are still like sitting together. Yeah. It was a very small town, though, too. That's the other thing. There's like nowhere to go. Like, yeah. you know, from Texas to, to was, you know, Wisconsin, that's yeah. kind of a big leap. Now, when that happened, did your dad follow you guys? Not did that I'm you? aware of, no. I don't okay. know that. That's the stuff my mom is. I've never asked my mom. But that's the stuff I don't know. But I know that he, he fell in with this other girl and uh, Marilyn who comes back in his life later and uh, as in a few months ago. And shut up. This girl, I guess, was just like. I mean, my when I was talking to my aunts and uncles, uh, they were just like this couple together was just a fucking nightmare. Maryland, yeah, huh? girls like missing teeth, and like she was like on the run from the police, I guess. Dang. And, yeah, it's insane, That's crazy. Bonkers. My dad's like prison, like or not prison, but like his, his like rap sheet or whatever. It's like I mean, it's like four inches thick. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Hmm. I remember and my we- mom's in some of it. I was a yeah, thing. Like, resistant was, ar- arrest, mother, mother, mother. That's the thing as an adult when you read these things because I because we were, when we did the podcast you were showing me just the stack itself like mm-hmm. how large it was and oh, like right, yeah. that you had to go through and, and read some of that stuff yeah. because you have to go through all this paperwork yeah. after somebody after somebody dies. Well, he has because uh, he bought uh, a Russian wife online, which we've talked about, which we've talked about, which is true. Yeah. I, I guess he didn't buy a Russian wife, but he met a girl through a, a Russian online dating service, right? Basically. <laughs> We know. We know the truth. Gotcha. We got it. We so got it. it was his. It was his uh, fiance visa that I found. Gotcha. Or uh, the paperwork to get that. So I saw like one. I saw all the conversations they had with each other. Gross. Gross. My dad was a bit of a perv. I found out. And just bullshit stuff. And that's when. That's when I was like. That's the one thing that I think is. I want to hear your story more as well too. But that's because like. My mom had the wherewithal to run away, yeah. and then I didn't have this influence influence of somebody telling me like this is how you treat women and this is how life is. And because he was like, he he's chauvin. He never like that's the thing about my dad is he was very chauvinistic. He very it was very like fifties relationship. He was so into his own drugs and stuff, but he never wanted any of that to be me. Interesting. Except for this one of our last conversations, he did say, "You gotta try cocaine. It's pretty good." <laughs> Like, no, he's like, not this bullshit, the real medical grade stuff. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think you should be telling this. Yeah, it's great. I'm like, Jesus, You're dad. like, blah, blah. Sometimes he's a little too honest with me. I'm like, yeah. ugh, gross. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh. But he wanted something different for you. Yeah. Is the impression you got. But he did, he was always like, he, I think originally he wanted to, he thought like hippie and like, I'm just expanding my mind because he's mm-hmm. a really smart guy. So I think a lot of it was like these drugs would slow his brain down. Because his I brain see. was really, I mean, that guy was like genius level smart. And it, it was just like, but he was just, and he was so insecure. His dad was so hard on him, but like he was too sensitive to take it. Gotcha. You know? So you think there was some like developmental stuff and then also some like self-medicating as far as like, yeah. I got to slow down my brain. I got to, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he ended up being, I mean, think about this. He was doing heroin for 50 years. Yeah, that's like, because 50 that's, years. That blows my mind. On and off, but like 50 years. Yeah, that's a long time to do like that toll on your body. Yeah. You know what I mean? His tolerance was incredible that like the girl, when they brought him in to uh, the, the, his last rehab, the, they were like, my uncle like was carrying him in because he was so fucked up because it's like his last hurrah. And she was like, what is it with this guy? And then he's like, yeah, this is what he does before he goes. And she was like, I had no idea that he, he took this much. And he's like, yeah, this is like normal. And she's like, I've never, like, this is incredible. Yikes. Yeah. Like, I guess, like, his, like, leftovers, I guess. I don't know anything about heroin, but his leftovers. What if I was like, I know so much about heroin? 
his le- his leftovers like people were getting uh, what I've heard stories of. That's the thing. There's so many stories here. You never yeah, know what's yeah. Real. It's always it's tricky to know like what's yeah, the truth. yeah. But yeah. my dad's one of those guys where you hear these stories. He's like. <laughs> That never happened. And then people are like, oh, yeah, no, it did. And you're like, Jesus. And, uh, but like, people are having like overdoses from like whatever was left over for what he was taking. That's That's insane. This is where his tolerance was. It was insane. Yeah. So now, are you, are you, would you say like grateful is the right word? I don't know. Like that, he wasn't in your childhood really, right? Yeah. He was like, he basically, I wouldn't say abandoned, but he definitely went down his deep path. And that was from like when I was three. And then he re entered my life like around 16. So I already knew who he was, what he was. My mm-hmm. mom's never hidden that from me. And yeah. then I, I also like kind of like could separate him. Not as he was never my father. You know what I mean? He was like my dad. Yeah. You, there's a difference there. Yeah. So if you if you had like that distance or whatever, but your mom was also pretty transparent, right? Like Very she didn't, she didn't, uh, which I think is so amazing that your mom yeah. was like not hiding anything from no. you at all. Not at all. So you knew that he existed. Yeah. You knew why she left. You knew her story. You knew his story. Yeah. So it wasn't like this mythical thing. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, he he's in the military. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You're like, is he? <laughs> yeah. He's well, a hero. In a way. <laughs> How in a way? Um, you know, like in a, you know, like in the Vietnam movies, they do a lot of heroin. You're like, like I he's do that kind of soldier. Then take away the bravery. <laughs> You're like, oh, thanks, mom. Yeah, that makes, that sense. makes sense. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Same amount of prostitutes, <laughs> but take away the bravery. My dad tried to buy me a prostitute once. Shut the fuck yeah. up. Like, so wait, was this like right when he came back in your life? Like, so you're 16. He shows up again. How does he yeah. show up? He doesn't show up. And be like, hey. Well, I got you this prize. I would talk to him from time to time, you know. And over the phone, I'm Yeah, over okay. the phone. And he would, like, sometimes he would show up. I'd see him, like, occasionally, you okay. know. So there he there, he would be there, you know. And he never was like, fuck this family. He just, you know, he was, he always wanted to be the perfect dad. He just didn't know how to be, you okay. know. And he didn't, and he wouldn't put in the effort to, to, to learn to be. You get what I'm saying? So when he showed up, he was, like, present and trying. He tried, but yeah. But he wasn't really around. But he's still often. like my dad, you yeah. know, or he's still Jeff. Uh, there's addict Jeff, and there's my dad Jeff. There's the, I've always been able to compartmentalize those. Yeah, two which things. is really cool. I want to talk about that. It's super cool. I should write a book. And uh, <laughs> but he, oh, so I visited him in in Madison because he moved back to Madison to uh, work for my family's car washes, which his dad owns. And he, uh, I was visiting him once, and it was the first time I saw him like maybe three years. And then he just like opens his door. He's like, go up there for a second. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, go up there for a second. I'm like, I, I'm, what do you want me to do? He's like, every man needs to see this. And I was like, what? And I guess oh, it's some man. like whore ring. Jesus. Yeah. He's like, go up there. This brother. He's just, I just want you. To, he's like, I'm not buying it. Just let me, you know, just you should. You gotta see. You gotta see it. And I'm like, I'm not gonna go up there. He goes, fine, whatever. And we go to dinner. But then like a couple years ago, five years ago, he uh, he got cancer. He got throat cancer, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, he went to he went to Phoenix to get it taken out. And, uh, of course, afterwards, they found even more cancer. They found um, thyroid cancer. Uh-huh. And they took it out. And then he's just like, I'm fine now. I don't have to do anything. Like, just one of those guys where he's just like, <laughs> just like I like got cancer. Dumb luck. And he's like, guy. he's like, I'll, I'll figure it out. And then just gets out. He's like, I don't have it anymore. I'm fine. But wow. I had to take care of him for that month because he got his epiglottis taken out. Okay. And so I had to live in this, like, I mean, he was taking so many painkillers. He was, I mean, like, I had to sit there with him, like, Talking to the doctor, be like, you know, I just don't have, uh, I already ran out, uh, you know, I need more, my tolerance is so high. And the doctor looks at me like, what the fuck's going on? I go, I don't know, it's my dad. I don't yeah. know. So are you in Phoenix at this time? I'm in Phoenix at this okay, time. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so sorry, I jumped around a lot. That. Oh, no, 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 because I just want to know, because I knew that he was in Phoenix yeah. for that. So you went down I mean, he was months. in a feeding tube. Shit. Has, but then he goes, I'm going to learn how to swallow. So he ordered, he ordered pizza, and then like, 
would like move his neck to swallow it. And then he like when we went to the doctor, the guy's like, all right, we're, we're going to talk to you. We're going to get you to like a, a therapist, learn how to swallow again. And all stuff. He goes, no, I'm already doing it. And the guy's like, what? He's like, yeah, no, I figured it out. And he's just like, no, this takes a long time. Yeah. Because if it goes around the wrong tube, like you could die because, mm-hmm. you, you know, you can get sure. your lungs infected. Like it infected. That pizza will yeah, go down the just like, part. I just got to figure it out, man. I just did it. And the guy's like, what is with you? You're the craziest person yeah. I ever met. But no, we hear stories like that. And th- not even stories. Like you were there for that one, yeah. right? Is there part of those things where you're like, I really am proud of my dad. Like he might be kind of bonkers. Yeah. And He's really kind of figures push- things out. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the thing is like, well, I like that compartmentally compartmentalizing part of you because when you tell stories about your dad there are these elements of like pride and like it's never malicious yeah, i don't like really have a lot him. of malicious things to say yeah. about him. yeah like which i feel I, like I, I dig the character that became like the addict jeff jerkins is fucking hilarious <laughs> if you take out that this is my dad and he, he he has a wife and this is all the people that he's destroying and affecting it's like he does some silly ass shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. For instance, that thing was just hilarious to me. And then like he like he took he was taking like horse tranquilizers at the time and he was on a feeding tube. And then he just goes, uh, he fell asleep. And then he's like, I, I'm on the couch. I on my couch was like kind of where I was sleeping, and I just like I made like a, my own little area of like sanity. And then he's like next to me, he's sleeping, and he wakes up, he's like, oh, oh, oh. and his feeding tube is out and his stomach acid is just oh like my god everywhere like he's like, oh, oh, good. and he just goes into the sink where i wash the dishes and he just like is and finally plugs it and he's like jesus <laughs> and then just like wipes his hands a little bit and sits down i'm like this is my dad <laughs> jesus christ and in that same thing i come in because he has all his money right so i come in um i don't know i don't know what to expect I go in this, it's like, you know, like a living hotel type place. Mm-hmm. I go in there and I look and there's this TV sitting on top, this huge TV and all this surround sound shit that he just bought. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, I wanted to see what a 3D TV was like. And I'm like, I'm looking at the receipt. I'm like, you spent like fucking 10 grand on all this shit. And he's just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to return it. It'll be fine. I'm like, you're, you're past the return policy. And he's like, oh, I ate that. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Man, that so this, world is crazy That's when like, Netflix me. was first like streaming. So I was like, oh, cool. You can stream Netflix? And like, I was having the best time with my heroin dad there. there. And, um, <laughs> so I was then, having the best time with my heroin dad. Then he like, while he was out there, he rented a car. And he, uh, he, he would go to Albuquerque for his drugs at the time. And so he just hired this homeless couple to like watch his stuff in the in his apartment uh-huh. and they just stole everything sure yeah i mean that seems like a yeah he's like oh they're fine they'll, they'll watch everything and then like, he came back and like everything was gone yeah. i think they stole his car too so he had to buy a new car he had to buy because he never get insurance on or anything you know it's just like this is shit it's every other day it was something like this yeah. with my dad and now like so this is kind of like you're experiencing i wonder if that's because that's hilarious. not how you start yeah that's not how you start i would assuming like no. your dad like i'm assuming he's not like I just wonder, like, from, like, what your mom, how your mom fell in love with your dad until, like, how you were made. Because he's a great until, guy. Till, yeah, until, like, yeah. now when you're like, oh, I'm just going to, like, blow all this money and, yeah. you know what I'm saying? There is, a, like, a, a transformation. But, like, there. I mean, the, the drug addiction, along with alcohol, it's, like, you're, it changes the chemistry of your brain mm-hmm. permanently. Sure. So it's just what this guy, be, and he, like, even at the end, he's just like, yeah, doctor was so surprised at how great I look for my age. I was like, you look like E.T. right now. <laughs> <laughs> you look terrible and his like teeth were all falling out and it's just like you know it's just like man you're so in your head like 
his reality. Yeah, the denial. So I got to live in his reality for that week, and I had I had to run the fuck away. I was like, yeah. I found out my friends were in Las Vegas, and I'm like, I'm going to Las Vegas first before I go home. Yeah. And then um, I said something about that to my dad, and he's just like, Vegas? He's like, you want to go through a pop? And I was like, not like you with this, like this. <laughs> he's like, no, we should go there. Actually, I know a girl over there used to take care of me. I'll make sure she takes care of you. I'm oh, like, did my no. dad just try to buy me a prostitute? Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. I was like, gross. Yeah. Your seconds? <laughs> I'm drawing the line, Father. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's the thing. Like, So you mentioned this before, and you mentioned this a little bit about like how your dad sort of has this like 15 menta- 50s mentalities with like women. Yeah. Um, so that kind of like pay, not that paying for sex is fifties. It happens all the time, yeah. but he treated women, he treat, treated women in a way that you did not appreciate. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, objectified them for sure. Uh, but I think he just wanted a good looking person that just handled, handled all his business and cleaned up after him all the time. Like mm-hmm. eye candy. He just wanted like a good looking girl like that. Just like, you know, he was so obs- his dad would because you know see the car washes were like in the 50s and 60s right mm-hmm. so that's like when small business owners were like kings of towns you know what i mean sure so my grandpa would go to uh uh restaurants and stuff and then they'd be like oh john jerkins you know and my dad would see this and he all he wanted was to emulate that yeah so he tried so hard he wanted that. that status he wanted that status yeah. yeah 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 that like rat pack type like mm-hmm. like and he just could never get it because he was such a fuck up you know so, but he wanted like the wife that everybody loved, and like the the house is perfect, and he, yeah. you know, like all that shit. Well, do you think that your your mom was that role, or was she like the exception, where he like was like really like I loved because you're the only you're the only child, I'm the right? only child, yeah, yeah. I feel like my mom. I mean, he did like these like, you know, like he had a, a fiance before that who uh, I mean it was kind of a nightmare, but she was like this like whimsical like. Like, you could tell, like, I could see why my dad was like, I like this girl. Because she was just, like, this, you know, big, like, used to be an actress, like, slept with all these celebrities. Like, just, like, this weird, like, yoga teacher. And Is then, this Marilyn that you talked about? No, no. Dar- this girl, Dar- uh, Darlene. Okay. Who, like, she went to the funeral, and she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I just got out of yoga class. Like, she's all sweaty. I'm like, so, Darlene. So, Darlene shows up later. Yeah. She- oh, these people are always show- showing up oh, later. Oh, yeah. I want, yeah, dude, I do want to, like, yeah. talk about the funeral. Because, like, yeah. all these folks. Oh, it's insane. Yeah. And then um, my mom's just, like... But that, that's also when they were young, you know what I mean? And I think he just was like, "This girl's funny." My mom is beautiful, and mm-hmm. like, and he was like, a, "Like, my uh, girlfriend's mom saw my dad, and she was like, whoa. She was like, "Hubba hubba," like that. But he's a good-looking dude, you mm-hmm. know. You always said too, like he's charming. He's good-looking. So charming. Yeah. I mean, that guy could just latch onto your soul. That mm-hmm. was the best thing about my dad. He really could. I mean, for instance, that's one of the things I said I had to speak speak at his funeral was that we're all here for a reason. Like, mm-hmm. like I was, I was brutally honest about who he was at that speech and people like respected it because i don't like the bullshit stuff where people are like yeah yeah he was just so perfect right, like, right. no he I, wasn't. I hate funerals where they're like trying to celebrate someone's life and they just gloss upon the truth yeah the, and I everybody, mean, the good, everybody knows what's up here yeah, the bad is just as good as the good yeah you know? it makes a human being a yeah. human being yeah, yeah yeah so um uh but like he had this ability to just like god because he just he had such a caring heart he wanted to have such a caring heart yeah so do you think that your 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 mom was like you know, that, that wife, that life, like they were going to try to live that life. I don't know. I think it was just like, 
that, I don't know. I mean, they had a reputation status. for being like partiers. Okay. Like everybody around that era were just like, we know about you too. Yeah. Yeah. We've heard about you too. Gotcha. So, so did you guys, did they move to Texas to kind of get away from whatever rep they had or know. whatever? I think that was like kind of both of their, that's like my mom's kind of rock bottom. Was there, I don't know that. I don't know that situation. That's actually a good yeah. question to ask my mom. Do you feel like, uh, I have and so many. she's right here. Oh! <laughs> hey, you want to hear, you want to tell the worst parts of your life? Go ahead, go. <laughs> <laughs> this like turns to weird prices, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, but yeah, I, I feel like uh, I don't know. From what you tell me about your mom, she just sounds like f- so amazing. She is like I, honest just God, she is amazing. Yeah, this, she's just, this lady is. You can amazing. throw anything at her, and she just has, somehow figures out a way to smile at it every time. Yeah, yeah. and I was I wondering too if like that statusy stuff, you know, if it was never. It'd be interesting if, like, they weren't partiers, if, like, she had to fill this role that she was, like, expected to do all this stuff with yeah. an addict. I wonder how that would... I just I always know. wonder, like... And maybe this is just me as far as I go in my brain. Like, well, I wonder what if. If X, Y, Z happened... I mean, because you can't change any of this stuff, so I don't know why I waste yeah. my time wondering. Yeah, but you I, never know. I asked it about my mom, too, because my mom was somebody who didn't leave until the very end. Yeah. So they were together. But was she drinking as well? Like, do you think that there was a, a She moment? definitely drank. She definitely was drinking because again, like I said, it's like everywhere, but it wasn't the the amount of my dad. Like somebody had to stop and she did. Okay. So she was never. So she did completely stop drinking. She never completely stopped. Oh, she she just, did. she just. Grew up. Yeah. yeah, she she was somebody who like I have to get the kids on the bus. I have to do this. Uh-huh. I have to do that. She like took on that role and then didn't drink as much. But she stayed stayed with him for a very long, very very long time. Um, yeah, see, I don't know. Like that's the thing is like, I think you can almost respect that more. Like staying with someone. Yeah. Well, I don't know how he was to her, but like, I mean, the fact that she was like, I love this man and I know the good in this man and I I will be here as long as it needs to be to to save this man. You know what I mean? Do yeah. you think it was like that? I don't know. I mean, that's we probably should have like a, a mom podcast because we I should. feel like it's one of those things where like I don't know my mom's perspective, even when we try to talk about it later. But as the kid, I always wish she would have left. Yeah. And we've talked about this before where I, uh, me and my mom. Yeah. Where I wanted her to leave. I was like, we've never, we've never talked about this before. Yeah, Jonah, don't you remember that time yeah. where, as a kid, as a, as especially at the end, like a twelve-year-old kid, I was like, I can get a job. I will take care of us. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And I and I there's a lot of resentment for a long time, and that like she I didn't, didn't understand. That. Yeah, like why? Why are you staying here? Like what is you know? And I remember her telling me the story where that she decided to finally like g- get things in order to leave. Is like. She could take it. She always said, like, I could take it. Me or dad could hit me, yell at me, whatever. I could take it. I could take it. But then the second she saw it starting to happen to us and really opening her eyes to it, I yeah. should say that as the kid. I don't want to be a jerk about it. Yeah, but, yeah. like, it wasn't happening for a long time that you didn't say Whatever. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that she saw it and was like, I can't do this to these kids anymore. Like, that is a great moment. So yeah. I feel like she and your mom had a similar – and I think women and men in domestic violence situations, there is always a moment where you – do snap, uh, not snap like stab, yeah. <laughs> although that's another situation, yeah. but you have a moment of realization and you can either choose to stay or go, stay or go. Yeah. And eventually my mom did, cho- did, did eventually leave. She okay. did. It just, it just, as somebody who was a kid and powerless in that situation, I'm like, you should have left a long time ago. But here's the other thing I didn't know as a kid. She probably financially couldn't feel like she couldn't do it. I mean, finances is a huge situation, you yeah. know? Because she Where wasn't she, working either. She right? was. She oh, was. no, no, no. Okay. She was, but she didn't think that she could 
yeah. take care of two kids on her own. Do you think also this the small town mentality of it, where it's like maybe? I mean, I think she felt like a failure. Slim around yeah, here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. She talked about this, like where she felt like that, like I didn't want to fail. Like, yeah. and she is uh, more religious th- for sure than I am. Where mm-hmm. she's like, I made this commitment, and I said that I would do this to God, and all, yeah. you know, like all this kind of stuff that she's stuck in it. So I'm sure there is a lot of that that mentality. Um, and but eventually, she she left. Um, was it noticeably hard for her when you because you left when you're 13 12 yeah it was pretty hard I remember she's like started smoking and started drinking more I okay. mean there is that thing you have um was we, he starting to like lash out more oh yeah he happened? was a nightmare like we had to get it this is the thing where I get like angry at the cops because uh yeah. another situation I mean Trying to get a fucking restraining order as a woman is a fucking joke. Can I just get crazy right now? Yeah. Because he would show up with weapons and like threaten everybody. He like stole a cow, we think, at one point. That's some some small town shit right there. I mean, he threatened. It was insane. The violence. With a lawnmower. (laughs) What's the other thing? (laughs) He kisses John Deere's like, buckle up, Bessie. (laughs) We're going to town. Um, but it just bonkers. And the cops did fucking nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, I remember, too, even being a kid, my mom, and here's the thing, my dad was not very faithful, uh, like, at all. Like, he'd yeah. bring people home. Like, it was a whole disaster, Whoa. right? Like, in front of you, you, you guys? Yeah. He, like, Jesus. babysit, whatever. I mean, ugh, bad news. Like, a real, real slime ball. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, uh, my mom found him with this gal. And again, it's small town, so it's not like it's really hard to find where these yeah. people are. There's two fucking bars, right? Yeah. So, she went in, and she called the cops, and they had... A, on purpose, like I'm gonna, I'm going in here. I'm going to confront this man. I need you to be here because I might lose control. Yeah. Like I need you to be here to keep the peace. Yeah. That is your job. And the cops were like, "We'll show up outside. We can't go in. Uh-huh. We can't go in private re- residence. We can't go in. A, uh, it's not private residence. You fuck. It's a public building. What are yeah. you talking about? My mom beat the shit out of this lady. Nice. My sister and I were hiding under the pool table the whole time. Oh, Jesus. Like we snuck in, and this, and my mom got arrested. And she's like, I fucking told you to come in here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, ah! Yeah. Like, just just some real Jerry Springer shit. Yeah, I mean, really? she took a beer. I remember she took pictures of beer and just dunked them over this lady and, like, well, fucked some shit up. Under the pool table. And I yeah. remember, to this day, it was Steve Miller Band, and I cannot listen to the goddamn Steve Miller Band. Whoa. Because I remember that that's kind of that shit going on. There's a lot of violence. Yeah. You know? Just our, I remember my childhood was just fucking terrifying. My mom tried to run my dad over the car a couple times. We're in the back seat, just chilling. Oh, you're in the car. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, I remember hiding under the bed because my mom, after trying to run over my dad, he was like going to kill her, like ran into the house. We're like, well, we'll have to hide under the bed. And these are just like normal Friday nights. Just the violence is yeah. fucking crazy. So as a kid. So you were seeing this when you should have been seeing like Family Matters. Yeah. Yeah. What well, I still really liked Family Matters. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the other thing about being a kid. Like all these things will go on and then regular normal things go on too. Mm-hmm. Then you just kind of like balance it in your life somehow. But that's what I'm saying about being like somebody who didn't leave. And I mean, again, me and my mom are, are, are cool now. We've, we've, we're cool. Yeah. We've talked about it, but there was a lot we of skateboard anger. Skateboard together. We're, yeah, <laughs> we just fucking chill. Yeah. There was a lot of anger. And yeah. I feel like the pe- women I talk to, uh, and some some men, to be fair. Was it anger? Like, I know it's all relatively the same thing, but it was like more re- resentment. It was resentment. Yeah. It was for sure. Like, why why did you not protect me? Yeah. Why did you choose this man over me? 
Wow. Really? Like yeah. that thing, that that's how you feel as a kid. And I know that's not as black and white, but when you're a kid, you don't fucking know. Yeah. And when you're a kid, you internalize everything. So not to go to Will Hunting, it's coming yeah, yeah, out again. Yeah. <laughs> you do think you did something wrong or like you sh- you could do better. Or like I'll now, if you're not going to protect me, I guess it's my job to now protect you. Mm-hmm. So as a kid, I filled so that wanna, role. Yeah, you want to fill that role right away. See, I that's, filled it, yeah. That's interesting because like I never um, – I. <sighs> It was getting a little violent in my household right before we left. Really? Yeah. I yeah. have a couple of memories that I don't, I never, uh, it was never at me ever, you know, but mm-hmm. I think it was definitely towards my mom and definitely towards inanimate objects. So there's a lot of like smashing. Yeah. yeah. But the, but uh, you know, my mom, I don't like talking to my mom about it cause I don't know how she feels about it, but, um, just how comfortable she is admitted, but it's definitely like, I think she, I don't know if he's been physical towards anybody else, but like, it's definitely my mom was the brunt of that. Yeah. And, uh, because he was also drinking. This is when he was still, like, capable, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I never got to see it. I can't. I couldn't imagine living in that that life. And I, I, that's something for me. I was like, I wonder, I always wondered, like, would I would want to do that role, like, protect her, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, think like, I would have. I don't know. Yeah, you never know. I mean, I'm feeling that now, you know, because my mom's just got, like, the short end of the stick always. And my dad just, like, even though he's had this terrible life, and he's dead now, too. But, like, other than that, I mean, he's gotten the... the You're like, by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I guess ultimately he got the shortest end of the stick. <laughs> but, like, but, but, like... Well, it's inevitable, but, yeah, yeah he went first. Is what Up until saying. that wonderful moment when he passed away. I, I'm kidding. I don't mean any of that. <laughs> no. But, like, he's just, everything's just always... For instance, like, I have cancer. And You're it's, saying it's just fine goes, now. It, it seems to turn out. It, it seems to turn out for him. Yeah, You're but saying. to yeah. the point where it's almost like you. You're the one because, like, the way he was. I don't know if you ever seen the fighter, but if you give yeah. Christian Bale a million dollars, that's my dad. Yeah. And it's and but then wow. it, everything works out for him. Yeah, and I feel like this is something where we uh, we have a difference uh, of experiences. The money. Yeah. The money has got to add so much. Because my mom lives like poverty level. That's what I'm saying. Like we grew up super poor. You know, my dad's just like money. Yeah, it's crazy. That money, it it makes not. I'm not saying that. Like, because here's the thing: you can be an addict over any uh, any religion, any class, Mm -hmm. any race. Addicts, it's part of our human DNA. It's in us, right? But you add money to anything. Yeah, it has to just. Light it on fucking fire. Oh, for sure. Light it on fire. Because he sold all his car washes right in the last two years, in these last two years. And and that was like, we had a, I had a big falling out with him maybe a couple months before he passed, right? Mm-hmm. And because he, you know, he made these promises, he just wouldn't do it. And then I was like, same thing, like when I got my concussion, he, uh, and I had these brain bleeds and all this shit. Like, Wait, we didn't even talk about that yet. Yeah, Jonah. yeah, yeah. This, to the time of this podcast, a lot of shit has happened to Jonah Jerkins. This is dead, guys. dead talk. Oh, yeah, and, you're right, uh, you're right. You're focused on the dead, dead talk. But he just, like, he wrote me this. I was in the hospital, like, getting, like, every hour being woken up because I had to do, like, uh, like neural tests on me. I mean, I was fine, but they are just making sure, you mm-hmm. know? Like, they they're even like, eh, we don't know if you need to stay overnight, but just in case. Yeah. So he was calling you at this time? No, he, say, he sent me this Facebook thing because so my mom told him about it and was just like, you're working too hard. This is your fault. And like, you have you have no excuses. He was living in Mexico at the time. He's like, you have to stay with me for a month in Mexico. And it's not even like, are you okay? I'm worried about you. I hope you're okay. Yeah. Just that. It's just uh, he's having feelings. He's just like yeah. controlling and so yelling at you. I wrote him this huge uh, Facebook message. And uh, it, it was just like, because it's the only way he can communicate because he's in Mexico, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was just like, 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 I'm so fucking sick and tired of this. Like, you have an excuse for everything. You Like, just be a father. Just say you're sorry. Like, yeah. it's a huge thing. Like, like you're not doing well. We all know you're not doing well. You're killing yourself. And it's just like, 
you know, there's this thing that my addict dad is taking over or my addict Jeff Jerkins is taking over my dad, Jeff Jerkins. And it's like, you're killing all that's good inside of you. And we all see it. And we're all worried about you and you're blowing through this money. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, if you were this way, the only reason that you're in the position that you are right now is because your dad protected your future. Right. So you have yeah. all this money. Right, right, right. Because like I worked for the car washes for a while and like, if I acted, I would have been fired and living on the street if I acted the way he did at, cause he was like, like this at work. Like he'd never get anything done. It was insane. He'd always blame everybody else. He always had an excuse. That's, well, that's the thing about, about being an addict. An you addict, always have an excuse. You're always the victim. It's never your fault. And you're a multi, it's never your you're, fault. You are, you are one of the best manipulators yeah. in the whole entire world. You can world. manipulate and you can lie like nobody's fucking business. Yeah. I've never seen him manipulate. I mean, but the, he was so dumb at the end, you see through it cause he would write emails about people and send it to them. Yeah. Like he wrote me, he wrote my grandma an email sending it to me and just about how I'm irresponsible and I'm not, I'm wrong and I'm all this stuff. It's like this crazy shit crazy. because like, so how did he respond to the Facebook message? He, but at the end of my message, I said, listen, I don't want you. If you're not going to just say you're sorry, I don't want a fucking excuse. Mm-hmm. Right. So I said, if you're not, if you don't feel like you need to say sorry, that's fine. We can move on from here. But I don't want you to give me an excuse of why you're acting this way because I just need you to say you're sorry. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was just like, um, yeah. But I said, if you don't want to do that, I, I totally respect you. But don't don't insult me by trying to give me an excuse for something that you have no excuse for. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, he didn't say anything back. And he just said, okay. And then a couple uh, days later uh, or, like, you know, like a month later, no, a couple weeks later, he was like, uh, that's the thing was right before he passed, he was so apologetic. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you think it was, was because of that of that Facebook message? I think well that happened and then my um my cousin got married and he wasn't invited to the wedding. Oh. Understandably. So There's a couple of like So those two things was yeah. like what am I doing? And yeah. then he like wrote me this huge letter. Uh not huge, but it was a long thing to say like, I'm so sorry for all that I've ever done. I'm I'm sorry that I've been a bad father. I just hate myself for all the things and I don't I don't know how to react to it. And I don't know how to ever tell you I'm truly sorry. That's that's the problem, right? Yeah. No excuse, no nothing. It's just perfect. Just like accepting. Yeah. Like just and telling then, you like how yeah. he's like, I love you and I'm sorry. And I just was like, I love you. And of course, like, you know, I'm gonna say this, but it's like dad, dad's father son talk joke. And I go, uh I go, I love you. And then I was just like, I didn't know that I, I didn't uh, I didn't realize you're getting so gay at your old age, right? Sure. And then he goes, deflect those feelings, man. You yeah, gotta yeah. Because yeah, I was like, we'll joke a little you bit. Joke yeah. About and then it, also right? know that I'm not mad, right? Mm-hmm. And then in an instant, he wrote back, "Well, why do you think I married your mom? I didn't want my family to know, like that." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, he still got a little sparkle." Yeah. And he died like two weeks later. But that was our last. That was our last conversation. Yeah. Was I love you? I love you too. And him saying he's sorry. And, and it's having just like, a laugh a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and having a little laugh. And I wrote him off three weeks prior to that. And there's, I don't know what he knew, but he, mm-hmm. he felt it because he was like that with my mom too. Really? Mm-hmm. And so he, I think he just kind of knew that it was, that it wasn't going well for so, him. So do you feel like because, did you, I mean, do you feel like there I mean, was Can closure? you ask for anything better than that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 100%. do you feel like there was like, oh, wow. But I oh. never like resented him for all that he did. Yeah. I but, got, but there was some issue. I mean, you there clearly some, some issue like, hey, you never said you were sorry. You never admitted these yeah. things. You never did this, 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 this. This is what I need you to do for yeah. me. Can yeah. you do it? Yeah. And he did it. Yeah. He did it. Wow. But that was the same thing with me saying that. I'm like, listen, I need to fucking tell you this. Yeah. And like, if you don't want to apologize, that's fine. I totally respect you for that. And we can move on from here. I don't want you not my dad. But it's yeah. kind of like, fuck you for being you, dude. Yeah. Because the whole thing was just this addict part of him was taking over his whole life. Mm-hmm. And that person was a piece of shit, you yeah. know, eventually. I mean, yeah, it's silly to look at, but it's not silly to experience it sometimes. No. You know? No. Just because of the selfishness that he had. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I can't. 
I've that's why when he passed, I was like, that's my last conversation with my dad. Not a lot of people get that. Yeah, I mean that is really, really pretty, uh, pretty amazing. Especially because it wasn't like, it wasn't, it was sudden. I mean, I know you're saying yeah. like, oh, everybody knew it was coming eventually, eventually, but eventually is not like. Yeah. It's still sudden. So to be able to have that sort of emotional like moment, yeah, uh, and then you know to then kind of say goodbye. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, like, like what happened? I was um at a meeting with a, another comic about a show that we run, and um we we're just like getting a drink. And, um, like my mom was visiting my dad, um, cause she was going to help him with some tech stuff. My dad, my mom does tech stuff. And, uh, it's, yeah, that's what she so goes. Uh, Jill Jerkins, tech stuff. Yeah, so it's on her official card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ta- tech tech shit. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I do some so, fucking taxes. So your dad and your mom still communicate with each other. Every so often. Yeah. 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 Not like a lot. It's not just because of you either. Like if, if he needs help, she like helps him. Yeah. I mean, she always cares wow. for him. Yeah. She, even they're all through all this shit. Like they still, they always had this bond. Man. Yeah, she's just like a loving, giving person, right? Pretty great. So she, so she went, and also like uh, his wife, Irina, called her and like was telling her about all these terrible things that we're hearing about this, like just the people that are hanging out there, and he's spending all his money, and mm-hmm. he was giving other people like loads of money that he shouldn't be giving, uh, like ex girlfriends and stuff like that. Just like this is, it was insane. And so my mom also went up to like make sure he's okay because she, you know, she's worried about him. But then, so I knew she was up there. <clears throat> and then again, the night before, she was like, Your dad seemed pretty good. Like, he, for some reason, those last two weeks, for some reason, I don't know what it was. He was pretty on point. Yeah. You know? And they said they had a good conversation. And then he ended up dying that night. And uh, I was in that meeting and I get a phone call from my stepsister. Mm-hmm. I'm like, She never calls me, right? Phone call. So instantly I'm like, Uh oh. Not good. Yeah, yeah. And then that, she texted that me. That fucking phone call trigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, all, you and, always can tell. Yeah, yeah. I can tell. And then she texted me and she said, "You need to call me." And then um, I was like, "But then I was like, oh fuck, my mom. Did something happen to my mom? I was mm. so worried for my mom. Yeah. Right? Because I didn't hear anything from her. So I was like, my dad. She would have called me if my dad got. So then I texted her, "Are you okay?" And then I didn't hear anything back. And then, and of course, this whole time I'm like talking to somebody. I'm like, oh, my dad's dead. Okay, cool. Yeah. What's that? I yeah. Know. The show's doing great. Well, that's the thing. And he like, goes, "You want to get another drink?" I go, "I'll get another drink. Cool. Yeah." <laughs> They find out later, he's like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. He's like, you could have just left. Like, I'm not going to make it awkward for you. And uh, yeah. because then my mom ended up calling and she was like, Joni, you have to call me. And then I was like, dad's dead. Yeah. Okay. At least my mom's okay. Yeah. But then that's when he was like, uh, you want to get one more drink? I was like, sure. And I was like, I'll call you back in a sec, mom. And because uh, it was an important conversation I was having at the time. I'm not going to let my fucking dead dad ruin that. I know. That, that, <laughs> that's that like that like a little bit of resentment kid coming out. Like, yeah. oh, I'm going to fucking finish my thing. Like, I haven't been expecting this for a while. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, They're all defense mechanism. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember like, Do you remember your last moment with your dad? You know, I, I remember more. Uh, I remember two things. I remember being in school okay. and you get the announcement. Right. That's what happened. Yeah. Oh no. You get the announcement, and like I was never a kid that got in trouble. I was a kid who like joined all the fucking things, mm-hmm. sports, and it's just like you know, like I got I got called down to the office, but something was different. It was weird. Mm-hmm. I I didn't know what it was, but they're like Kelsey Huff, uh, can you please come down to the office? And I walked down. I was walking down, passing the lockers and all that stuff, and I was like, this is weird. Yeah. Something's weird. Felt it. And then I saw my mom. Do you think it's an intuition thing that's happening? Yeah. Well, I feel like, what is it? What do they say? Like, your gut is connected to your brain. Like, there's real gut stuff going on. Like, your yeah. stomach's your second brain. Like, for legit real. Yeah. And I just could, something in my stomach was being like, I don't know if that's evolution of like, there's a fucking tiger, run. Yeah. Like, there's, but it felt like you should run. Whoa. Something's weird. Yeah. And then I saw my mom and just like, red face, oh, d- disaster. And I'm like, yep. 
someone died. Whoa. Someone for sure died. Yeah. And, and you know, it was like, I feel so bad for like people who work in schools because they're like, just like goddamn secretaries I and know, shit. They're just trying to like, yeah. you, like get the bulletin board in order yeah. and then they have to deal with like this family. <laughs> yeah. And I remember I was like, keep it together because my yeah. mom was having a time and I'm like, keep it to fucking together. I'm like, come on, mom, let's go. We got yeah. my sister. Like we drove and then we drove to the hospital. Um, and I think he wasn't from what it's so weird how memory works right because i'm like older now this happened when i was 15 yeah i think he died on the way like the ambulance was trying to revive him so your mom found him no he was he died in the factory he died at work oh he died at work yeah oh sorry i forgot to answer the thing he loved yeah Yeah. (laughs) the thing he loved to hate yeah he so he died at the factory ami and i actually went back like last couple years really because i i have a thing where i like to like and they still have the chalk outline go back oh my god you imagine i (laughs) freak these fucking guys out so bad so they sold the company right i'm sorry i'm jumping around no no no. but this is way 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 later like in my you know like i think it was like i was 30 or something like that i don't even know so it was 20 years ago (laughs) 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 do you know (laughs) so i go back and my mom you know everybody still lives in the same town very small town it was a factory it is now a different factory so people don't even know who i am right yeah so i walk in and i'm like hey my name is kelsey my my dad died here i was (laughs) I can, have, I can walk around for real and they were yeah. like um uh, excuse me what and yeah. there's a guy who actually knew the guy some a small town right yeah. connected and so he like let me walk around oh wow and he was like my you know and there was actually a really so your dad hit me here <laughs> he didn't actually know my dad because oh, okay. i'm sure if he did that's he'd be puke like, still from your dad <laughs> he'd be like fuck yeah. this guy but he was so See, kind the sign says don't drink at work that's, <laughs> that's because of your, your dad, dad. <laughs> um uh yeah, and it was a fact, and it used to be a plastic factory, and I remember the smell, and the smell was still there. It's amazing how like smell yeah. bring you right back. Yeah. Even though the factory was sold, I'm like, this is it, I can smell this. And so he, I walked around, and the guy was so kind. And he was like talking about like I just lost my mom recently, and we had like this real nice moment. Yeah, it was kind of neat. There's and a lot of dead parents out there. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, that's what they do. That's what I'm finding out. Yeah, <laughs> just so you know, usually that's I mean, not true. It's worse if the you know, yeah. gosh, the other thing, but um. And so I had a talk, and then I walked back to my mom's house, and I was like, yeah, I went, visited. She's like, I never, I can't believe you did that. I mean, she was not cruel about it, yeah. but she's like, I always wanted to go in there, and I never went in there. Okay, what if it's a parade now? They're going to be like, what is going on here? <laughs> so many dead dads died in here. Oh, we brought you back, back to the yeah. podcast. But I remember the last the last thing I saw my dad was not great. I wish I would not have, not have done this. So my mom was having a rough time. You punched him in his dick? He died, no, but it was not great. Uh, so my mom wanted to see the body, and she didn't want to go in there alone. So oh she God. asked me to go in with her. And uh, don't worry, I got a whole woman show about it. <laughs> did you really? Worry, I do. Oh, wow. Um, just, uh, whatever. Everybody, everybody has a dead dad has to do a one man show. Did I, I started not, writing my. Did you not know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I did. <laughs> That's part of the fucking deal. What'd you call yours? Uh, Huff's real original. Oh, I was gonna call my dead dad. Dead dad. Dead dad club. My dead di- dead diary. Dead dad diary. Dead dead diary. What did you say before? My dead dad's dad jokes. Yeah, my dead dad. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. That's pretty good. It's a good one. So anyway, I walked in and. Uh, if you, this was not a body that's like been made up. This oh is like God. a real dead body. Oh, I feel terrible for you. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely burned in the old brain box. Uh, bright blue, blood all oh. over the place. I mean, you know, it, it's, you know, death dead. is messy. Yeah. You know, there's this like, there's oh. this idea that like, oh, the romance of death or this like goth, like, oh, isn't it beautiful to die? No, fucking, you shit your pants. Yeah. It's messy as fuck, you yeah. guys. Like, death is not glamorous. People touch a dick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> They're touching all those things. Uh-huh. Um, and uh yeah and i remember my mom not having a good time about that either and i remember her saying like i wish i brought the dog the dog would have loved to be here oh my god and i'm like oh man death is weird yeah they mix 
my dad's dead dog dash ashes with my dead dad. Shut ashes. up. Yeah. Wait, and then they did they the die picture. together? No, because like his favorite dog passed away because he accidentally let it out and got hit by a car. <laughs> so he killed the yeah, dog. He, yeah, he was just like, yeah, the electrical effects are still working. And then it was like, and then, oh no, <laughs> that's not funny, but it's kind of no. funny. So he did he request to be buried with his dog? No, or? that's what his wife thought he wanted, I think. Okay. And then, um, oh my god, so we had to drop off the dead dog ashes the day before okay and my uncle and i are just like he's a silly dude and then we were just kind of laughing and of course we walk in and we didn't know but we're interrupting another wake but we're wearing like sweatpants <laughs> and you've got like a dead dog yeah in a yeah bag. i'm like hi i had to drop this off my un- <laughs> i look over my uncle like you're better at this stuff than i am and he's just laughing oh my god so did you like walk in like big loud doors like clickety clickety yeah. clang and be like hi here here i'm like uh, uh <laughs> can i talk to a manager please i wanted to be like hi yes i need to return this this is wrong <laughs> <laughs> you like freak everybody at the funeral. Hi, it's supposed to be my dead dad, but it's my dead dad's dog. Yeah, I yeah. can see the canines. They weren't burnt yeah. up properly. That was the one joke I tried to do that everybody hated. Because oh. they were like, what do you think we should do at the end of the thing? I was like, I think you mean we just the, give the, the, eulogy? the funeral. Yeah, yeah. The, whatever it's called. The wake or whatever. I was like, we should just give everybody a Dixie cup in case we want to take a little of my dad home. <laughs> Crickets. Crickets. Oh. I was like, am I right? Am I right? Uh-huh. Oh, is this thing on? Yeah. <laughs> I had, okay, so I had to say the speech. Yeah. Well, I think we should get into the, because I think the funeral is such a big, weird ordeal. Yeah. Or did you not experience that? Well, we didn't have a full funeral. We just had, that's coming later. Mm. Um, Drum roll. Yeah. He's the next bachelor. (laughs) (laughs) Who's the next dead dad? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, this is Um, terrible. But. Everybody. So they had to mix the. The dead dog and then my dead dad together, yeah. and uh, and they the, they showed a picture, oh no, of the dog, and it is the scariest picture. I've, it has like you know the reflecting eyes in pictures. Yeah, like the red eyes. Yeah, but it's like reflect. It's like like yeah. looks like the devil, Demon. and they had it right under where my where their ashes were at at this wake thing. You can, and I was can you like, just pick that, a better picture. Yeah, even that poor dead dog is like, this it's fucking like, ah, Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, guys. Yeah, that this is how demon's you inside me? my dad now. <laughs> Zool. Plus the dog. Whoa. <laughs> You've been burned dead, dad. <laughs> they can't fight back. They can't fight back. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. But I think um, this is great. I feel like I want to talk about the funeral for sure. Because I feel like I think funerals are super weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But I feel like I could talk because I know from talking to you off off podcast, yeah. so many characters showed up. Yeah. You had to do the whole eulogy. It seemed like a lot. I think we could make this a part two. What do you think? We could do a part two. Yeah. Part two, Dead Dad Club. Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to say before that? Um, I mean, I'm sure it will come up in Dead Dad Part Two. Part two. Uh yeah. <laughs> Uh, on our on our very sad but not so sad podcast. People, people, are, people are like, they're too open to talking about this. <laughs> I, know. I know because I remember too, like when it first happened, and then a couple of years later, I would love to tell people just because it was like shocking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, how did you go to college? Well, I had some dead dad money left yeah. over, and everybody was like, Bagoo. yeah, I, that definitely changed after time. Oh, like, I didn't do that very often. I'm doing that a lot right now. Yeah, I or think- it's like you're gonna talk to me like that. My dad just died. <laughs> Use I do, it. Yeah, I do it with Katie all the time. You don't want to see that movie? Well, do you understand my dad just died? <laughs> and I text it to people all the time. Like I had to, I had to miss the show. Uh-huh. And uh I was like texting the other producers that the show we run, Blind Bad, it's on Wednesdays, whatever. And <laughs> nice plug. it was just, hey guys, um I, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but my dad died and uh, so I had to miss a lot of things. So thanks for being understanding towards my dad dad. <laughs> and I just said, um, I hope my um I hope my absence didn't affect you like the absence that I, I 
I like the absence that I, I will have in a father role for the rest of my life. <laughs> You're such a comic. Yeah. It's so great to be like, dig, 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 And they dig, dig, love dig. it. And yeah. i just like, this is so much fun. I know. And then, so I... That's one thing I was like, steal things, steal things, steal things, steal things, like at his house. Oh, when you went there, you, you took some stuff. Yeah, 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 for sure I did. But I, I asked before I did. And, uh, so it was like a, this is like a, just like a nice borrow. I mean, you're asking. Oh, it's a forever borrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do that. Um, can, I do, can I have a forever borrow with this? <laughs> is that- hey, listen, I'm going to uh, take this coffee mug. Uh, thanks for the forever borrow. <laughs> <laughs> I would just be like, okay. Cool. Thanks for being confident. <laughs> No, and honest with me. It. So we, when you were there, because I also want to talk about, and I don't know if we can, but when you were staying. Oh, we there. can. Oh, we can. Sure. Okay, legally, I, I think it's fine. Are you sure? Yeah, because I, I don't know. You guys, but I think I, think I might too, because this might be the last thing I ever say in my life. Yeah, because this is where it's different. Definitely, my experience. There was a lot of differences, but your experience with the money comes a lot of drama, comes a lot of characters. Yes. And you've experienced it very recently. Yes, that is not my experience at all. My I dad had no money. Oh. You know what I'm but saying? But you went to school with your dad. Dad money. I did. I did. I was able to go to college That's for good. one That's year. Great. <laughs> what your dad finally did for you. One I know. Thing nice. And I gotta say, like retrospect, what my dad, a lot of flaws. One of the things he always said to me, and my sister is like, "You're going to go to fucking college. You're going to graduate high school." He was That's the great. only one of his kids, if his kids, of his uh, siblings that ever graduated high school. That's great. Uh, and he was like, "You're fucking going." See, there are good parts. There definitely are, and it took me a long time to get less angry and less resentful. And it, it, I, I did. I had to go through that whole thing. Yeah. But as an adult now, I could see like the complexities of who he was, yeah. and he did want better for me and my sister in his yeah. fucked up way. He really did. Like, he tried to beat us to be better. Yeah. But, you know, he really did want something more than his life. And yeah. at the end, that's what he, you know, I don't want to make it all death of a salesman Yeah. But without that dead dad money, I wouldn't have, I mean, I would have, I don't have any student loans right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right yeah. now. I don't know what that means. Like, they could drop at me at any moment. It's a very unique experience. Like, yeah. I would have had to, and I worked through college. I had to, you know, I mean, the money lasted for like a year and a half and then it ran out. Um, but yeah, without that, I wouldn't have, uh, I wouldn't have been here doing this podcast, Jonah. So. Yeah. See, that's, I mean, that's the one thing too, um, with him. I had, I had this, uh, this, uh, analogy that I was very proud of that I said at the funeral. And I said that his, um, his main place it would be was this in his office. And if you ever been in his office, it was like a nightmare. I mean, it just smelled like he loves cigars too. Even after throat cancer, he's like, I'm still smoking cigars. I was yeah. like, you're a monster. And, <laughs> um, and then he didn't even go to his checkups. He's like, I'll make it there. And then he went finally went to his final checkup and they're like, yeah, you don't have cancer. He's like, I know. And it's just like, what is with you? Like, and then you wh- see people die from cancer all the time. You're yeah. like, this motherfucker lived. And I mean, he didn't live forever, but he, this motherfucker lived for another year. And, um, <laughs> This dumb motherfucker lived for another year. <laughs> you just get your railing on him now. Um, oh, no, man. it was just like it was a fucking hurricane of a place, right? Yeah. But this is the analogy. I said every hurricane has an there's an eye of the storm in every hurricane, and this is the part where you can see. Um, I said it on stage a little better, and I keep saying I stage. I love this stage. I, I know. I kept saying Jonah's the eulogy Katie. is a set. It's so great. I refer to it as my set to Katie by accident. <laughs> I keep going like I don't know I, I think I kind of fucked up that set and she goes stop saying set. You like anybody record this? Uh, anybody? Record I that? I'm not even kidding, Kels. I I I had <laughs> no. Yeah, because they were like, do you? Because it wasn't like people speaking. It was just awake. Like we're all gonna say things and tell stories. And we played like classic rock music. My dad loved Eric Clapton. And like had wings, and I was like, "Oh yeah, please have greasy fingers all over my dead dad's casket." They didn't have a casket. But yeah, good. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, and, uh, class it up, you guys. Yeah, and um, 
it was just such a character thing. But then they were like, do you want to, they asked me to say something the night before. I said, if you want me to, I will. So I wrote this thing. And then they, uh, they were like, okay, we're going to end on you saying something. And I was like, okay. And then, Oh, the headliner, Jonah. Yeah, and then I, I literally was like, you, you just want me, so you want me to just go cold up there like that? You want me to go up cold? <laughs> Nobody's going to warm me up? Yeah. And they're like, oh, and then, they're like, like, excuse me? And then <laughs> the guy that owned the place or like managed there, first he already saw me giggling with my dead dog. Dead, dead dog. <laughs> and he's like, oh, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> and then we were joking about, like, what if I dropped it? We are like, I'm so sorry for your wake. And then the we cleared <laughs> up my... Get out of Hoover. Yeah, yeah. Really dust bust this dead dog. So he's like, I'll turn the microphone on. And I was like, okay, cool. And he's like, then you just go up there. I go, I go okay, cool. Um, just say that like I'm a regular at the Laugh Factory. And then <laughs> I've opened up for, th- and then the guy looks at me and I go, oh, no, I'm not being serious. He's like, Jesus. <laughs> he's like, Jesus. Yeah, and then I go up there and then everyone's like just, you know, standing. So I'm like, hey, um, I'm so awkward. And I was like, hey, um, tough crowd. Can we all, um, hey, guys, I was asked to say something. If we all kind of just sit down. It's hard being like, hey, I was asked to say something. Can we all come close to watch me? Yeah. 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 It's uh, so weird fucking being, pay attention yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all like, hey, I want to take focus right now. Can somebody, everybody. And then people like came in. And then I was like, how do you go into this? I've never had to do a serious speech before. Mm-hmm. So I was like, um, guys, thanks for coming out. I appreciate everyone being here. <laughs> I just went in the. You went into muscle memory. Uh, muscle memory. Of like, you guys know that there's a couple drink specials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, clap <laughs> if you've been here before. Okay, sorry for your loss. I'm sorry, sorry for your, your loss. loss. Yeah. Anybody here from out of town? Anybody birthdays? Not this guy. Yeah, yeah. Anybody celebrate anything? I am. My dead dad's here. And. <laughs> No, but I did go. So Katie said in the background, right? And I did go. Um, hey guys, uh, I want to thank you for all coming here. And uh, 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 why don't we give each other a big round of applause for Shut being here? I swear up. to God. Aww. And Katie's like, "What are you doing?" I go, "I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do." I can see Katie's face like, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! And I was like, amazing. "I'm not gonna sugarcoat things." Basher reference. Hey. And I said, uh, "I'm not gonna sugarcoat things." And it's just straight up, right? Right off, and I opened up with uh, uh, Jeff Jerkins was a pain in the ass. Yeah, and I didn't get like a huge laugh, <laughs> and I was like, uh oh, I was like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, come on, guys, let's be honest. That guy was a pain in the ass, and I got a laugh, and I was like, you motherfuckers were right, you're laughing at this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. You're like, you know what I'm gonna do? Repeat this till you laugh. Yeah, asshole. it was so. Imp- Can we everybody clap? It's gonna be each other's a big round. Oh of my god, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. We gotta change the energy of the room, Jonah. Yeah. Got to change the energy of the oh, room. Oh, and then of course I, I was like, thank you, and I ended, and nobody clapped. At the end, yeah, it's it's hard to. Yeah, so I was like, uh, uh, and then I went up do- and I was like, oh, hey, we're, you know, um, and I looked at the sound guy. I was like, we're gonna play a song real quick that uh, I think my dad will like. And then I was like, yeah, <laughs> that weird face. I was like, oh, it's, it'll happen in a minute. And then I walk up, and the guy's like, what? What? I'm like, we can play a song, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, we can do it. I'm like, oh, Jesus, great. And then, and then I put, uh, uh I put on, uh, you ain't nothing but a hoochie mama, who da, who da, hoochie mama, you ain't nothing <laughs> but a hoochie mama. Well, that go the Daisy Duke song. <laughs> I want you to. <laughs> You're like, no, no, this is, I'm using my iPad. I'm yeah. sorry, you guys. I'm sorry. It's like, give me that donkey butt and them big old legs. I'm too proud to beg. I'm going to break it down just like chains. Please, please. <gasps> oh, Let me ride that donkey, donkey. Oh, Let me ride shit. that donkey, donkey. That would be pretty amazing. That would have been the Pretty best. amazing, Oh, Jonah. God. So I, uh, I, I want to talk to you about more funeral stuff. Is yeah, that okay? Let's come back. But I, feel I like, want to yeah. hear about your shop. Yeah, your yeah. Shop. Well, I feel like Jonah, yours is so, so fresh and like we have some differences. But uh, you're the characters that are coming up. I make it sound like this. I always like rag on the Bachelor for like doing this, but I feel like you we're do. We're doing the same. We're thing. doing the fucking same thing, except that's because the Bachelor imitates life. Yeah. 
I guess so. It's art, man. Um, <laughs> you just broke your pencil in half. <laughs> I was like, no! Just with your hand. <laughs> but the, the, the time you had sort of at your, your dad's uh, in preparation when you're spending the night, yeah. and then all of the people from his past that came to the funeral. Yeah. <gasps> I don't want to talk oh. about your dad and okay. all the things that you want. <laughs> in life. And all the things that are great. Okay. Because we're g- we're gonna this end. is really, this is fun. I, I enjoy it. I mean, I don't Isn't know. Isn't it fun people, talking about dead people? You know, I've always enjoyed it. It weirds some people out. It really it does. does. Yeah. So, sorry, again, this is the Bachelor podcast, but we're talking about pricks. But <laughs> it's the one-off. It's the one-off. Yeah. Uh, part one. So, stick around for yeah. part two because we're, we're... Yeah, we'll talk about the pedal part. That's my dad with me when I was younger. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. I take that back. I'll let that out. That gets edited out. That You're gets not going to edit out. There's edit no editing. Alert. Edit alert. Edit no. alert. You guys, don't worry. It's still going to be in there for sure. Yeah. Excuse me. Intern, can you edit that out? <laughs> we don't have any Thanks, interns. Brian. <laughs> um, all right. Cool. So, Jonah, I, I enjoy this. I'm gonna We're going to talk about more Dead Dad Club uh, coming up. Coming up. What? <laughs> to be not continued fathers. Oh. <laughs> oh. I know it's true. And I love my baby. I love her, too. We are together all the time, and everything is so good and fine.